Greetings, citizens, and welcome to Unknown. I'm Jason McClellan. Thanks for hanging out with me. As you probably assumed, I love talking about UFOs. As someone who is incredibly fascinated by strange things and the mysteries of the universe, I'm constantly intrigued by the UFO phenomenon. For the most part, The established pop culture idea of a UFO is a physical spacecraft piloted by someone from an extraterrestrial civilization. But plenty of researchers and authors have explored additional possibilities too. Now, of course, UFO doesn't mean extraterrestrial. A UFO, by definition, is something simply that's in the sky and can't be identified at the time it's seen. When we consider an extraterrestrial explanation for a UFO sighting, however, some of the alternatives to piloted spacecraft that researchers have put forward are extraterrestrial drones, some sort of remotely controlled alien reconnaissance vehicle, an intelligent flying robot alien, and even a variation on the idea of a piloted craft, a spaceship flown by someone but not originating or even fully existing in our dimension. Some of the ideas are a bit complex and probably a bit of a stretch, but you never know. However, one idea that is quite conceivable, in my opinion, is the idea that some UFOs might be life forms that live in the sky. You might think that sounds a little out there, but think about this. Scientists have identified roughly 2 million species of life on Earth, and scientists estimate that millions more are out there waiting to be discovered. The International Institute for Species Exploration says that approximately 18,000 new species are identified every year. Yeah, I know there are a lot of remote jungle locations where lots of new life is discovered every year, but my mind always goes to the ocean. That's just an entire alien world right here on our own planet. 70% of our world is covered by ocean, and get this, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, we've only explored approximately 20% of the ocean. That's just incredible to think about that. 80% of that immense water world that covers 70% of our planet is a big unknown. So, back to the idea that our skies could be home to some type of life. It's safe to assume that there are many more life forms inhabiting this planet that have yet to be discovered. With this assumption that our planet contains many undiscovered creatures, it becomes easier to entertain the possibility that some UFOs in the sky could be undiscovered life forms. This isn't a new idea. Author and historian Trevor James Constable is certainly a pioneer of the theory that many UFOs are actually living beings, or sky creatures as he calls them. In his book Sky Creatures Living UFOs, 
Constable details the research he conducted on these creatures and describes them as, quote, amoeba-like life forms existing in the plasma state. Being a UFO researcher and someone who enjoys skywatching, I've spent considerable time staring up into the vast open sky. I've certainly seen lots of peculiar things, and I consider myself pretty lucky to have seen a dozen or so weird aerial objects that I couldn't identify. Have I ever seen something that I thought could be some sort of atmospheric being? Well, maybe. I'll tell you a story. In January of 2009, I went to Mexico City to investigate a photographer named Arturo Robles Hill, who routinely photographed incredible-looking things in the sky, most commonly these things that looked like snakes or worms as they wiggled through the sky. Now, to most people, myself included, most of these looked like obvious balloon arches. You know, dozens and dozens of helium-filled balloons tethered together to form fun columns or arches used at weddings and parties, things like that. At the time, this photographer was on the payroll of high-profile TV journalist Jaime Mosan, who is a controversial figure in the UFO field. Because of this connection, people were even more skeptical of these photos. So I was excited to go spend some time with Arturo to see if I could get a sense of whether this guy was participating in sensationalizing balloon photos or if he was really lucky enough to see truly mysterious aerial phenomena on a regular basis. I arrived at Arturo's home early in the morning and we made our way to the building's rooftop. That's where he claimed to observe all the mysterious objects in the sky. I was incredibly fortunate to have at my disposal some pretty kick-ass equipment that included a Nikon D3X, a 24.5 megapixel digital SLR camera, which was Nikon's flagship camera at the time, and a monstrous Sigma Ultra telephoto zoom lens. If something wanted to show up, I was ready to photograph it. Hours of sky watching passed with nothing but a steady stream of airline traffic in the sky. If you've never done any serious sky watching, it's pretty boring and requires a hell of a lot of patience. I really was about to give up, but then I heard Arturo shout, I see something. I didn't see what he was pointing at, so I grabbed some binoculars, and with the binoculars I could see something, but it was barely visible. So it was time to break out the big guns. I jumped behind the camera and tried to point it in the direction of the UFO. I have to mention this about the camera setup. Remember how I said the Sigma lens was monstrous? I don't think what you're imagining when I say that can come close to how big this lens actually was. This lens weighed more than 34 pounds and was more than 28 inches long. It looked more like a military weapon than a camera lens. So because of its size, I needed help operating the camera setup. One person to control and aim the lens on the tripod, and one to control the shutter on the camera. When I jumped behind the camera, I focused the lens and began snapping photos. What I saw on the camera's monitor was unlike anything I had ever seen before. I could clearly see this extremely high altitude object on the screen, and what it looked like to me 
was a jellyfish swimming through the sky. This thing was translucent, and it changed both shape and color. Yellow, white, red, green, and blue. The yellow and white pulsing colors were likely just the sun's reflection off this white object as it moved. And yeah, you can see other colors and reflections too. But it looked incredible in real time. This UFO was spherical in shape and had an appendage that looked like a fiery glowing tail. The sphere portion of the UFO looked like it had veins or like a cranial membrane, which definitely added to its biologic appearance. This thing moved through the sky and was only visible for a moment. The translucent object faded out of visibility right before my eyes, becoming completely transparent and just disappearing. To this day, I can't fully explain what I observed in the sky above Mexico City. It certainly led me to explore the possibility that Trevor James Constable's sky critters exist, though. I included this story and its accompanying photos in the now-defunct Open Minds magazine back in 2010. When I look at those photos today, all I can see is a research balloon. It really does look like a research balloon. And most of the movements and behavior I observed are pretty consistent with research balloons. Mostly. But although I acknowledge this, I can't completely ignore what I saw with my own eyes. Seeing this high altitude object up close, in real time, man, the photos just don't do it justice. That being said, again, I think the best explanation for what I photographed that day was a balloon. But as an objective researcher, I always keep an open mind and leave the door open for other possibilities. What about Arturo? Well, my hours of staring at the sky on that rooftop on his building in Mexico City gave me time to get to know Arturo just a little bit. And I've got to say, I really have no way of knowing how honest the guy is or if he is the type of person who would perpetrate a hoax. I just know that he seemed like a humble, kind man who was soft-spoken and friendly. I got the impression that he was genuinely mystified and curious about the things he photographed. As for life in the sky, you bet I believe there's some type of undiscovered creatures in our atmosphere. We live on a big, strange planet, and there's still so much we don't know about it. That's all for this episode of Unknown. I'd love to hear your thoughts about sky critters or anything else you'd like to talk about. Come join me in the Rogue Planet Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Rogue Planet. You can find more episodes of this show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, all the podcast places. And of course, you can always find the show at rogueplanet.tv. Rogueplanet.tv is your home for all the strange. It's also where you can go to get your own unknown t-shirt from the Rogue Planet store. Just go to store.rogueplanet.tv. 
Thanks again for hanging out with me today. I'm Jason McClellan. Do me a favor, friends. Stay strange. Stay strange.